Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Biscuits starting off our hundredth episode before I can even do my chip chip We are the champions, my friend. And we'll chip chip till the end. Apparently we will, because chip chip has stuck. It has stuck. This is our 100th episode, so I picked a celebratory Chip Chip intro. Biscuit is sounding the alarms. He's so excited that we... <laughs> he is beyond excited that we have made it. He's found his absolute squeakiest toy. Placed it in front of your intro. mic. Yeah, he got as close to my mic as he possibly can, <laughs> and he's squeaking away because he's excited that Bob's credits made it to 100 episodes I never thought would be here. It has made us significantly more happy. Like this is this podcast, our community, the creativity we get to share with y'all is a highlight of my life. Absolutely. We have so much fun sitting down and recording these. We have so much fun on social media. I love that y'all have stuck with us, even though like, like, we're not going to stop for our dog squeaking. No. That's Bis- not who we are. Look, Biscuit is a co-host of this podcast. He is featured on the artwork yep. heavily. Yes. And he's going to chime in however he can, whether it's a squeak, whether it's a bark, it's going to happen. He typically does it with squeaks, and it wouldn't be our 100th episode without Biscuit squeaking away. Amen. It also wouldn't be our 100th episode with one, y'all. Without. Mm-hmm. Without. Yes. Y'all are the reason we get to keep doing this. Absolutely. Your support just listening to the podcast, your support on Patreon, on all our social platforms, it's because of you. And so we want to thank you. We do. So we're going to do a giveaway. If you go to our Instagram right now, at Bob's Credits. I'm doing a giveaway dance. Oh, yeah. It's like a circular hand motion. (laughs) 
<laughs> we are having a giveaway for our 100th episode. You can see how to enter there. And one lucky winner will get to choose a t-shirt, a coffee mug, and a poster from our shop. Oh my gosh. Your choice. So go there and enter. And we can't wait to celebrate with you. Good luck. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for enjoying us. Thank you. Thank you. Just thank you. Thank we're, you. We're having so much fun doing this, and we can't wait to get to another 100 episodes. Good luck on that giveaway, y'all. Yep. I don't have any business to discuss here. This is no a celebration. This is, we're not doing a celebration. Is... You heard about our socials. You heard about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. You're like, no business. No business. But Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Uh, gotta drop it. <laughs> you know, you never know who's listening who hasn't heard it before. If they have, someone might have clicked on our 100th episode. These guys are great. They've got 100 episodes. Well, someone did slide into our DMs and say, I would love for you to do episodes on the movie. We have done episodes on the movie. We had so much fun discussing our first thoughts, discussing our favorite Easter eggs. On Patreon. On Patreon. So if if you want that, head over there. But I will say that we are going to do, still in the works, we got a plan when we're going to record it, but we are going to do uh, Bob's Burgers movie and credits special. Yes. That will be for everyone. But we are doing also scene-by-scene breakdown over on Patreon. Not in a boring way. No, no. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But that's that. That's that. We have to celebrate this episode, which, while it's our 100th episode, is the final episode of season six, too. I can't believe we have gotten to the end of season six. I can't believe how good this season finale was. Yeah. We're going to get into that. I'm so excited. But for the 100th episode... We're going to play the original Bob pun versus Max pun, all burger puns. I love all it. All the time. Back to the classics. This one ended up being a theme on accident. Oh, I love a theme. Yeah, so it's all TV shows. Okay. Okay. This is fun. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I am so ready. The eye bean of Creamy Burger comes with black bean parsley puree. Max. Bob. And it really comes with black bean parsley puree i got it i took it right off the right off the bob's board because i was gonna say it was bob but i was like that sounds like max the tagline that's why i picked it i was like this doesn't even sound like something bob would write yeah that's the case okay your next pun is the twin leeks burger topped with two leeks max yes your next pun is The Herb Your Enthusiasm Burger. Oh, that's great. I don't know. I'm so 50-50 here. Um, Max. Yes. It's just 50-50s. Just get lucky. That wasn't luck. I had a strategy there at the very end. Oh, do tell. I can't tell you my strategies. That's not fun. And your final pun is... It's always honey in Grilladelphia Burger. You're trying to trick me here. Max. Yes. You were trying to trick me. Yeah. And then double tricked me. Yeah. And so now you learned about my tricks and now I've used all my tricks. Let me explain this because that's not going to make sense to anybody. That is so a Max burger that you were like, this clearly has to be me. 
So she's going to think I'm trying to trick her and will choose Bob. Mm-hmm. But then I realize that's what was happening and I chose you. Yeah, but maybe then I thought that you would <laughs> No, <think. laughs> I can't go further. <laughs> okay, that's out of the way. Let's get into, spoiler alert, a spectacular episode of Bob's Burgers. Um, what's that? That's rewinding. Oh, I've gone too far. We're not going to do that You've gone too yet. far. Yes. I'm so sorry, because this is such a good episode. Okay. I think we should do Skylar Sides, the facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. All right. I have a fun fact. Very on theme because it is about the movie. Okay. And you promised us last week. Yes, it is Simon Chong related. Okay. Two, I have an important question for you. And then we will get into, I think, maybe one of my favorite episodes of the series, the whole series. Now, I am going to be talking about a tiny clip from the end credits. So if you haven't seen the movie, pick your poison, fast forward, or stay with us. It doesn't spoil the plot at all. So Simon Chong, who Max explained last week, Simon was hired after a he did a fan project and posted on Twitter. Lauren Bouchard hired him off of Twitter. He was actually responsible for one of the best parts of the movie credits. Everybody wanted to see Marshmallow in the movie. She did not make it in, but she sure did make it into the credits. And it was a fabulous moment. And Simon was actually tasked with designing a new outfit for Marshmallow for the credits. And he said that he drew 12 different outfits for her. And they ended up going with the trans flag inspired look. So I don't know if you caught it in the movie, but Marshmallow is rocking an ode to the trans pride flag. And it was truly one of the highlights of the credits. So we have Simon Chong to thank for that. Simon just doing incredible things on this show and incredible story how he ended up there and just living the best life, the dream life <laughs> as a Bob's Burgers what are you saying? animator. Super, I don't know. We need to get into this episode, don't you think? Yeah. Forget okay. my question. We'll do it next week. It's a fun one. Oh, I like that little like uh, cliffhanger. Yeah. A little okay. preview. If you want to hear Skylar's question, you got to listen next week. Sorry. Yes, this episode. I'm so excited about it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for the final episode of season six, episode 19, please? My pleasure. The title is Glued, Where's My Bob? Bob is about to catch his big break when he lands a feature in Coasters magazine, but with Bob's classic bad luck, he ends up glued to a toilet instead. As they say, bad things happen in the bathroom. This episode came out on May 22nd, 2016. It was written by Stephen Davis and Kelvin Yu and directed by Bernard Derriman, uh, or Bernard, uh, British, and pronounces Bernard. That date. I'm just going to jump into a quick little fun fact. We oh, the date it was released? Yeah, we mentioned last week. That was the same date as the last episode, Secret Admiral Oh, yes. We they discussed played... this last week that it was a double header yes. series finale. Yes. Yeah, so you got one full hours of Bob to end the season. But I do have to tell you that this episode felt like a season finale. It was... A, just a very strong episode. And now, because we're getting to do this podcast, we're starting to see a theme 
of season finales with this show. At the end, the town comes together. We get to spot little characters. It goes out on a Bob family high with heart. Yeah. And And it nails it. And a musical bang, usually. And a musical bang. And let me tell you, this song, I know it's a fan favorite, but it is so fantastic. And to me, it kind of felt like, oh, they put like all their eggs in this basket because last week's episode on our podcast doesn't hold a candle to this one, I don't think. Yeah. Watching those back to back must be an experience. It's funny, this episode was promoted as the hundredth episode. So I mean we're we're lined up perfectly for it, but it aired How did that happen? Well it aired as the hundred seventh episode. So it's kinda cool how this worked out for us because Early on in the series, we were doing like double episodes, like episodes together, because the yeah. credit, the end credits don't change that much. But we somehow managed to have what was supposed to be or basically the 100th episode of Bob's as our 100th episode. I think that's just a sign from above that we are meant to be doing this. From above, like the Belchers above like, the restaurant? Like in the... Yes, exactly. When... Bob has that musical number and him and Louise shoot up through the ceiling and his pants are still hanging around his ankles. That's who I'm saying from above. So tell me why besides the song, which we're going to hear plenty of because I've got so- all sorts of little like clips and fun facts and plus, you know, spoiler alert, it's in the end credits. What is it about this episode that you love so much? It's a perfect episode. First of all, it feels like it's it's more just a group family episodes. There's not like an A story, a B story, and a runner. And it the pace moves so amazing. It's classic storytelling. This great thing happens, and it's going to happen in an hour. I, I know it's not an hour, but then Bob gets stuck to the toilet. And... There are so many versions of Bob that I love, but Bob stuck to the toilet has to be the my favorite. It's it's very Bob. It is so Bob. We also see so in this episode we see so much character growth from both Bob and Louise. Louise is very sure that this is not her fault. If you aren't remembering, she's the one that put the glue on the toilet because they were gooping each other. The kids were doing a prank war. Gene didn't take his afternoon BM in the PM. Was this um, pre-Gwyneth Paltrow's goop? I don't know. What uh, I don't know. I can't can't do the goop math. If she was watching Bosberger, she's like, oh, that'd be a good name for a company. Oh, that is definitely probably what happened. Yeah. So whenever you think of Gwyneth Paltrow's company, just think of Bob's hairy butt stuck to a toilet. Stuck to a toilet. There you go. Oh, that'll give me so much more joy. (laughs) Okay. So that's how we get stuck to the toilet. But of course, her conscience comes up, but she also becomes very defensive of her dad. Like I think Jimmy P- Pesto wants a peek and she she's like literally mama bear when it comes to keeping her dad behind um, that curtain they set up, which is so hysterical. And then we have Bob's character growth. One, he does not want to accept that this has happened. So that's normal, Bob. But by the end, 
He just flips off these asshole magazine people and he's like, we don't need you. Get out of here. Like, of course, this is happening to me. And I liked he took his power back, which I don't always see with Bob. And I I think that that was just really lovely. Yeah, he accepts the situation as it is. He accepts life as it is. His weird family as they are. Yeah, and you were saying how protective Louise gets. And Louise is always like... I'm the only one that can embarrass one of my family members. I'm the yes. only one that can prank one of my family members. No one else can. If you do, I'm coming after you. I think you know? it's so sweet. And yeah. I think it's so, you know, I know I sound like a broken record, but. Quintessential. Quintessential. But this father-daughter relationship is so special. It is so special. And there's a moment in the end credits that I really want to highlight in regards to that a little bit later in the episode. As do I. It's probably the same moment. The final episode is similar to the final episode of season five, which was at Fish Odor's house. Remember the with big the big balloon party? Yeah. It reminds me of like getting a reason for all of the characters in the Bosberg universe, as many as you can, into one little place, location for an event of some sort or a yes um, and i'll say it it also revolved around bob too bob's the one who wanted to do this rent walkout thing mm-hmm. yeah bob's the center of this town everyone comes and oh. essentially, yeah oh. he doesn't think he is but of this dingy town as yeah. the magazine calls them right i also want to say while we're talking about like some similarities to season finales of the show this one also did not have opening credits they got to save those minutes in that musical yeah, time. Yeah, probably, they're probably like, yeah, we have this musical number. We don't have the time to do a full 15, 20 second opening credits. So instead of the opening credits, we still get a pest control truck mm-hmm. pun and a store next door pun, but it's in like the establishing shot. I love that. So That's really wanna, smart. Yeah. They didn't want to not have those. Mm-hmm. So they tossed them in there and that if you look, watch at the very beginning, you can see them real quick. I love it. Because we get so many characters, a lot of voice actors in this episode are back. First of all, we get Kumail Nanjiani is back as Skip Marooch, the celebrity chef. Let's talk about Skip being back. Skip, this is his first time since Best Burger, is that what it's called? Yeah, so his second time, period. Yeah. And what I love about Skip's cameo is I don't want an episode revolving around an outside character but they were so smart in just bringing him back he's he sets up the inciting incident of the episode all the jokes are funny about him on his land writer what atv whatever those are called yeah and in the helicopter searching for spices. spices yeah um they use him so well i was so happy to see him I thought he was hysterical. I miss, I, in that moment, I was like, oh, I miss this character. But yet we still get to have a family-centric episode. Yeah, and you and I love when they, these we, we saw this in a recent episode with the other chefs, the fancy chefs. I love when Bob gets the respect from these incredible chefs. Yes. It's just a reminder that Bob is an excellent chef. Which and, I think is a really important part of the show because yeah. we we need to believe in him. Yeah, when things go wrong in this show, it's not his food is bad. Yeah, it's that he's glued to a toilet. <laughs> it's that he has to 
not fix the fryer and not give french fries to people because he's supporting his daughter's dream going to horse yes. camp. You know? It's, it's that... It's not his food. He will not sell out for a tiki theme. Exactly. So let's go through some of these just like... Other characters, yeah. yeah. We get, obviously, Mr. Fish Odor. Kevin Klein's back. Love him. Wouldn't be a finale without Mr. Fish Odor. He has some very funny lines. Again, this is one of those ones where you're like laughing out loud every few lines or so. Agreed. Um, uh, who else do we see in here? We see regular size Rudy. We see Marshmallow. We see Dr. Yap comes back. So Ken Jung is back. Amazing. Olsen Benner, the reporter's back. So we get Pamela Adlon. We get Jenny Slate. I don't think Tammy has a line. Sorry, never mind. No, but we, get we do see- appearances of Tammy and Jocelyn with this really cool, like, shot going through the window of the restaurant to Bob on the toilet. Yes. It's a great shot. Okay, I'm sorry, but if you're Tina and the two quote-unquote popular mean girls in school have arrived at your family restaurant because your father is glued to a toilet, I would transfer schools. I mean, you know that's going to be the headline on Wagstaff (laughs) School News the next day or the next school day. A sticky situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. It got gooped. Um Tim Meadows is back as Mike the Mailman. Amazing. We get Rob Hubel, who's done so many voices, including the Prince of Persuasia. Oh my gosh, classic. He's one of the reporters from Coasters. He comes in with another reporter who's Keegan-Michael Key, who's already done so many voices on here. Yeah, there's a whole slew of voice actors and characters that we've seen. Even those two characters are new. It's at least voice actors that we know. Yeah, and it's just really smart that this media attention and this, like, talk of the town brings everyone into the restaurant. Okay, you wanted to talk about Teddy. Sorry I made you finish your list, but Teddy is a star. Teddy is phenomenal in this episode. This is the first time we see Teddy's therapist, Dr. Marjorie, who he's mentioned kind of in passing in other episodes, but he is actually at his therapist's office Laying down. Laying down when he gets the call to come save Bob from the toilet. And Dr. Marjorie does not have a line, but she's there. It's perfect that she doesn't have a line because she doesn't get a say in Teddy making decisions. They used a 10-second scene to make me laugh so hard to sum up Teddy to... Get an inside peek into Teddy's world. This is like a 10-second scene. His line about, I can't I can't come help you, Bob. My therapist says that I just fix things, because he's a handyman, and fix other people, and I need to focus on myself. And then he sprints out of there, and, and you can see his therapist writing notes about him. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, We're, we'll be talking about this next week, Teddy. Teddy has my heart, and I'm sorry if – I think I've said this before, but I don't care. If Teddy lived around us, I would invite him over to Thanksgiving, and, and you'd just have to deal. Okay, I can do it for a holiday. Look, I love Teddy, too. I just don't want to be told towel stories. <laughs> what else about this episode? I want to get into some of the bad stuff happens in the bathroom stuff, but – um, I'll just say one other – like you said – Every line's hysterical. The pace is amazing. I just want to say that one of my favorite... Gene really delights me in this episode. I love that he picks up the phone. The first scene, I mean, they come out of this, the gate with this episode so strong. 
Jean wants to pick up the phone because it potentially could be chicken satay. And I just want to say I love chicken satay. And this is when I'm like, I understand the soul of this child so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Then the reason the other bathroom is clogged is because Linda says, Jean stuff, my, my little boy's a man now. He stuffed all his stuffed animals down the toilet and you can't flush it because he needs to come say hello to them every once in a while and linda thinks it's the most normal thing in the world and the most adorable thing in the world and i agree and bob doesn't get angry at that (laughs) he's not like a piss this is his business and gene did this he's like oh well at least we've got another bathroom i'll just go use that yes and They're so smart. They really looked at the details of this episode because we have a plant and payoff from seasons ago when Felix renos the bathroom because the reporter is right. You could just take the seat off the toilet and then at least Bob would be able to at least move around and and maybe cover himself properly and go upstairs but he can't because there's not a toilet seat on this crazy toilet felix installed yep and i also want to say that the bathroom being clogged like they could have just said gene clogged the toilet yeah you know like a normal way but they already had bob having to go to the bathroom as a joke and stuff like that and this is so much funnier to the character it's just such a smart line and makes you so well said it's so true yeah you can picture all of his toys in there just kind of like soaked and floody Floody. And that's what's so great about about Bob's Burgers. They can reach I, – I used to say this at the beginning of our podcast. There's something about the humor that is askew that is so relatable and delightful and surprising to me. They're not going to reach for the easiest joke, unless it's a fart joke. Well, <laughs> Who I mean, doesn't need those? Fart jokes are great. We always talk about, like, if you were going to show an episode to someone who is not a Bob's Burgers fan, who doesn't know it, what episode would you show? And this is one. Like, this is yes. this has everything you need. You don't have to be 100% familiar with the characters and the world. You'll still enjoy it, I believe. I mean, I've never watched it without not watching Bob's. But I really do think it has everything that is incredible about Bob's in it. Yes. And... I have a hard time imagining someone not having a good time watching this, even if they don't know the characters. A hundred percent. One, because it's hilarious. Two, because Bob's knows how, like I say this all the time, Bob is an everyman. So you sit down as someone who's never seen Bob's Burgers. and Hopefully not on some goop. Yeah, hopefully not on some goop. Well, actually, what I'm about to say is, it's relatable. Shit like this, maybe not as exaggerated as this. I mean, I don't know. Happens. We don't have kids. Maybe people have sat on anyone out there sat on a glued toilet seat. <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know what's the like most inconvenient thing your kids have done. Oh yeah, please DM us and tell us. Yes. Anything else you want to say about the episode before we talk bad stuff happens in the bathroom? Okay. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so this song, phenomenal, as we said. Just this, the moment you know a song's coming and Bob's sitting on a toilet, you're like, this is going to be pure gold. There is an early version of it that Bernard Derriman has shared in the past. So it's not H. John Benjamin and Kristen Shaw singing. I'm not sure who mm-hmm. it is. It might be like Kelvin Yu. It mm-hmm. might be, so, you know, I don't know who's singing in this clip. But if you want to hear this early version, let me play it for you. Oh my gosh. Yes, please. Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. I'm just glad that it happens in a vacuum. Can't let them see me with my pants down. Coasters Magazine is gonna be my big chance now But I'll be out of here in no time I'll be doing interviews and feeling just fine Today is gonna be a great day I'll do Coasters Magazine and blow everyone away Let's be clear I did absolutely nothing wrong I'm not to blame It's all my fault Right? I don't know who's singing here, but they both have great voices. Do you think this is and the process? Because what Max is showing me on the screen is early animation for the scene. So it's yeah, clearly... Yeah, if you want to see it yourself, it's in our show notes. Just you have go, to watch Just go it. click on it. Yeah, it's fun to watch because, yeah, it's it's like kind of like roughly sketched. Basically, what they're doing is it's like the first phases of matching the song up with the storyboards. And I'm assuming like this is just how the sausage gets made. Of course, you're not going to have your actor singing the first versions for stuff like this. Yeah, you want to make sure everything works before you get them in there. Yeah. That's amazing. I would love to know if that's like Kelvin Yu singing and who's singing Louise because they nail Louise's cadence a little bit too. But they both sound fantastic. It's not like people trying to... Sometimes you hear like a, a composer or something who's like famous 
like yeah like movie musical writers yeah. or like and they're not great singers they're great like pianists Composers, and they make yeah. this thing and they have to like sing it before you bring the talented this is great i would listen to this version i was gonna say i would listen to this yeah this is amazing how did you find this the good Bernard old Bernard Derman posts a lot of amazing. behind the scenes stuff. By the way, I recommend following him on any of his socials, and he's constantly posting really good stuff. If you're a Bob that fan, that just made my day. An other thing I want to play for you is: Do you remember the National? The band. The band, the National, who did a cover of "Back in Our Gravy Boat." Gravy Boat Thanksgiving episode. Of course, I remember that. So I'm pretty sure this is a regular thing because they do do a lot of Bob's covers. Uh-huh. They cover Bad Stuff Happens in the Bathroom with a beautiful video, which is also in our show notes right now. I have It has to see like this. Bob's animation and they're animated like Bob's characters, but I'm going to play a little clip of their version. So are they just fans? Because this this doesn't sound like the marketing department would be like, hi, The National, will you do this for us? They must just be fans. I'm sure they're fans, and then maybe they're like friends in some way mm. because they're fans. and so, Or maybe they're just diehard fans. Like, we got to do these Bob songs because they're great. I hope so. Um, so here's the National version of Bad Stuff Happens in the Bathroom. Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. That was amazing. I highly recommend watching that video too because it's fantastic. I watched the video from beginning to end and it's so good. The animation is so great. Um, the Bob's references are hysterical. Yeah. I mean, like the, just the clip we saw, she's wearing, her character's wearing Louise's bunny ears. He's dressed like Bob and his pants are down around his ankles. So good. It's toilet paper in the background. It's It's just great. This also reminded me that during this musical interlude, when the lyrics are saying, like, everything's going to be okay, I'm going to be on Coasters Magazine, we see Bob's, like, fantasy of himself, and it's so well animated. He's, like, more attract, like, he's made himself more attractive. He's, like, tanner and sparkles around him. It's just really lovely. Should we get into the end credits here? I have Let's a lot to it. say about the end credits. I have okay, some more, like, quiet. fun facts about them. I'm But so I think excited. we should listen a little bit. We should get into them. And then we'll discuss some of this stuff. The last moment before the end credits is Bob has received Coaster's Magazine from Mike the Mailman. He's reading it, and it turns out it's a pretty good review. Not even pretty good, pretty great. And people show up to come eat here. One thing I wanted to mention when we are talking about the episode is it's kind of cheeky what the article says about Bob's Burgers because they're... Cheeky? Cheeky. Because they're actually writing exactly why we love this town and why we love this show you know this rundown town they're weird and so i I thought that was like a little it almost felt meta to me yeah it probably was yeah okay here's the last moment and then i'll go right to the end credits oh there's a picture of me on the toilet and coasters we could tell you how that happened but do yourself a favor visit bob's burgers and ask him yourself hopefully he'll be back on his feet by then so it's pretty good overall yeah it looks good hey this is the place yeah this is it come on in we got business kids grab some menus 
We got gooped. Gotcha. Bad stuff happens in the bathroom. I did absolutely nothing wrong. I'm not to blame. We need a moment. We need a moment. It's so good. I don't know. Oh, you're cheering up. Oh my God, Skylar is crying. Well, it's the reveal that's like coming up in the credits. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do your Nathan for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, Bob pranking the kids right before these end credits starts is everything. I love this family. He's not mad about the prank. After he got glued to a toilet seat, he's partaking. He is encouraging it. I wonder what he put on those menus. It looked like hummus to me. Oh, it looks like guacamole or maybe cilantro hummus. By the way, the the like kind of like montage where they're showing everyone getting gooped and Tina gets a double goop. It's so funny. She's Tina's hysterical in this episode. Yeah. So I love this moment that it's like you said, it, this is what Bob's is all about. They have business. This is what Bob's always wanted, but there's still time to goof around and Bob's the one doing it. I love that. But that was his revelation on the toilet. His mm-hmm. toilet revelation. That's toilet where, Bob's toilet revelation. That's where the best revelations happen, if you ask me. Exactly. You know, he's like, leave. We don't need ya. We're like, and, and I was actually talking to my mom on the phone and I was like, if this can just happen, then I don't have to do this. I was just talking about something I was frustrated about in my life. And she's like, that's so true and that's so wonderful, but you have to enjoy right now, mm-hmm. not when. Yeah. And this is Bob saying like, yeah, I fuck. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't say that. Like We can curse on here. but Yeah, the day just was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I like how you went double down on it there. <laughs> but here we are laughing our asses off. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's it's just, oh my God, it's so feel good. And if I was watching this, uh, we, you and I have never until this most recent season have had to like wait in between Bob's episodes, like about mm-hmm. Bob's seasons. But- if I did have to wait, this would hold me over. Like this would be, I would be so satisfied after watching this episode. Yeah, I they know so, what they're doing with these so finales. Feel good, as Bob's always is mm-hmm. at the end. And then we get to get into these end credits with this incredible song again. And we hear it starts with the part where Louise and Bob are kind of like singing over each other. They're different parts of the song. But what do we see in the end credits? Tell me what the end credits look like. So right now. We are doing a different screen split for the credits, which is always a lovely visual surprise. The top horizontal plane are the end credits, and it's because it's horizontal, you can see the background more, the the sketching, and it's the restaurant, which is just really fun to visually see. And then in color, we have Bob and Louise, their neck up, singing this song, and they rotate once or twice. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this this kind of like horizontal with the clip on top and the credits on the bottom with like episodes like uh, Hawk and Chick, the end credits were like that, and Work Hard or Die Trying Girl, the end credits were like that. But this is just another example of switching it up. And it, It's visually very impactful. Yeah. So let's see what happens and listen to more of this lovely song. Let them see me with my pants down. Coaster's magazine is gonna be my big chance now. Skylar's crying again. 
So they keep kind of they do another like spin or two. It's right on the yeah. swoop of the music. Yeah, and as kind of like that, the music comes in like with a crescendo a bit. Yeah. It pulls back, and we see that Bob was holding Louise, which is adorable. You, at first, you think that it's kind of like their faces are like face to face, and they're spinning like music video style. Yeah, but he's actually holding her, her and like spinning legs with her. Are around his waist. Yeah. Um. Which, you know, when you pick your toddler up, like that's how you hold them. We hold Bisky like that sometimes. It's very <laughs> we do. <cute. laughs> And it reminds you that this is just a little girl. It's yeah. just a nine-year-old who cares about her father and doesn't want to hurt her dad. And not only has he let the day go and forgiven her and not shamed her in any way for making quite a significant <laughs> mistake, he's holding her like she's his baby girl. Yeah, we forget a lot that Louise is a little girl because obviously Kristen Shaw's an adult and her voices as her voices. And Louise is very smart and uh, sharp and can plan things. And she's, yeah. And usually when we realize she's a little girl, it has to do with being like her dad's little girl. Yeah. You know, and that's the reminder. And they have this very, very special bond. Yeah. That's so cute. And I love that moment in the end credits. Like, it makes me so happy to just see him holding her. It is. I mean, it's very rare for this weird comedy world to have, like, intensely tender moments like that. So that kind of blew me away. Speaking of the holding her, Bernard Derriman said it took them seven versions to get these end credits done. He posted, I'll link to this, he posted in one of the original versions, and it's kind of like further away rather than just on their faces. And you can see kind of like Bob's holding Louise and they're dancing around the restaurant and spinning and stuff. In this version, they're like out front of the restaurant. They're like standing in front of the window as we see as it pulls back. The window of the restaurant, not the window of the kitchen. Right, right. So they're out in front on on like the sidewalk in front of the restaurant. As it pulls back, it crescendos and Tina and... Linda and Jean are there to join the two in singing the song. Okay, I just made a connection. Yes. This placement in front of the big window that faces the street. Mm-hmm. This is where Bob ends the pilot, where he's like, pretty much like, F my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so bad. And his family is right there looking at him in the window, saying hysterical, wonderful lines. So it yeah. almost mirrors that. Yeah. And they're with him now. Mm-hmm. Should we listen to a little bit more? So See it, where it zooms goes? back, and now we get Jean, Linda, and Tina have joined. We yeah, see the so, open sign on the on the restaurant. Yeah, from left to right, if you're looking at the screen, it's Jean, Linda, Louise, Bob, Tina. Yes, and I have to say that if they went with that first version, it might have been too baby-like. Like, sure. not Louise, and I think that just, like... Little reveal. I think it's great. Like, Louise wouldn't want anyone seeing that. Yeah. You know? Okay. I think I just let it play. Thank you. Because of the song. That was wonderful. I'm sorry. I don't know what my hormones are doing right now, or maybe this is just a brilliant (laughs) end credit sequence. That just, let me explain what happened. They pull back, and you see more of the town. 
standing in a line. And more then of the people of the town of the and more of the, of the town. town too. Yes. And then they pull back again. And it's like, what's that world Coca-Cola world circle? Hands across America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very similar to that. And you're like, oh my God, I love this world. Like this world they've created for this show. That just stabbed me in the heart. I think it's end credit sequences, especially like this one, that made me, you know, we were a little hard on the end credits from the movie. Yeah. Which I still love the end credits from the movie, but I just like this should be what the movie end credits were like, kind of, you know? Yeah, I, my heart's like bleeding right now. It's just su- such a good way to go out, like just leaving with all of these characters. Everyone joins in singing. At the very end, we get Skip Marooch in his helicopter comes Hysterical. in over, over the town. Because they're always going to do some, they're always going to end with humor Yeah, when they have that heart. I'll let you choose here. Do you want to hear a list of the characters we see in the end credits right first, or do you want to hear the lyrics that are in this like last Ooh. sequence? We'll get to both. Okay, I just have one more thing to say. If this were the end credits to the entire season, it would you it would series. be series. Yes, it would that's be, what I'm it saying. Would work. That's why in the movie too, it would just yeah. be like yes. I want to hear a list of everyone we see. Okay, so if you are looking at the screen when it pulls out as far as it can pull out. From left to right, these are the characters in the end credit sequence. Okay. Jonas, Gyro. Love it. Cynthia Bush, Peter Pescadero, Henry Haber, Hildy, Miss Jacobson, Mr. Grant, Mr. Bronca, Miss Schnur, Miss Merkin, Miss LeBons, Coach Blevins, Mr. <laughs> Ambrose, Mr. Frond, Mudflap, Critter, who is holding Sidecar, Gale, who is holding Mr. Business, Speedo Guy, Daryl, Jimmy Pesto Jr., Zeke, Andy and Ollie, Trev, Jimmy Pesto, Calvin Fishoder. Then you get Gene, Linda, Louise, Bob, Tina, followed by Teddy, Mort, Gretchen, Jocelyn, Tammy, regular size Rudy, Marshmallow, Felix Fishoder, Mike Wobbles, the mailman, Hugo, Ron, Millie, Courtney Wheeler, Sergeant Bosco, Harold and Edith, Mr. Dowling, Olson Benner, Jen, Randy Watkins, Bronconius, Pam, <laughs> Chuck Charles, Boo Boo, Torpedo Jones, Gus, Sasha Whiteman, and Dennis. And then, as I said, Skip Maruch in his helicopter. Wow. Incredible. See, this is what they did with season five seri- season finale. You, this is not a Wagstaff-centric episode but they get them in there yeah i love Um, that and you know what i forgot to mention the episode itself i pointed out to you that in the background we saw deirdre deirdre from uh the chalk uh spray linda linda the chalk woman who's awful but at least hey there's no no hard feeling she's she's in the restaurant she's allowed to to make fun of bob yeah but she's allowed to come in yeah. Okay. Also, we didn't mention that we have not seen Marshmallow in such a long time, and she has some great lines in this episode. It's true. It is nice to see Marshmallow pop in and have these wonderful moments, and she's helping out. Yeah. So those are the all the characters in the end credits. Do you want to hear some of these, I these do. lyrics? I okay. Do. How do you want me to do this? Do you want me to s- read Just Louise's? Do Bob's. Okay. Like, do them separately. Okay. So... Louise starts in this clip. So it's, mm-hmm. she says, let's be clear. I did absolutely nothing wrong. I'm not to blame. It's not my fault. This is just to say, if Gene had pooped like every day, this <laughs> would have all just blown away. 
but he'll be out of there in no time. No one's going to blame me. I'll be doing just fine. Today is going to be a great day. If Teddy can't unstick my dad, I'll find another way. She That's sure does. Yeah. Bob is singing, I'm just glad that it happens in a vacuum. Can't let them see me with my pants down. Coasters Magazine is going to be my big chance now, but I'll be out of here in no time. I'll be doing interviews and feeling just fine. Today is going to be a great day. I'll do Coasters Magazine and blow everyone away. Just perfection. On repeat. Yeah. We'll be listening to this uh, for the next two weeks, I think, straight. I want to say highlights, lowlights, but I 100% know there is not a single lowlight in these end credits. And if anyone disagrees, um, your opinion does not matter. Come fight me in my hormones. Oh, yeah. And I like how you did like the like um old school like nineteen twenties fight. Yada. A bully. <laughs> Should we just score these? Yeah, if, I mean if you want. I mean, there's gonna be no surprise. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. A million. A million? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We I thought we were only doing to ten, but you're gonna give these a million? Yeah. Are these your absolute favorite so far? Or are you well, that's not fair because I love, yet. I love I love you so much. It's scary. Those end credits. So, they're a ten for sure. Okay, they're a ten officially. One day, either here or on Patreon, we're gonna do take all the tens and put them up against each other. Yeah, we are, and that's gonna be very difficult. I'm excited for it though. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is a ten. These are credits perfection. This is episode perfection. This is like we said, Bob's Burgers what it's all about. So that's the end of season six. Mm. Those are the end credits. This is the end of our hundredth episode. What a way to go out. Are we going out? No, we're not going out. I mean, go out. I guess we're not going out. Anything else we want to say to tie up this hundredth episode of ours, go look for our giveaway. As we said, Instagram, Bob's credits. And instead of my sign off, I'm just going to say, we love y'all so much. It's scary. And look out for your toilet seats before you sit down on them. Especially if you have kids. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.